and welcome, citizens of Dark Grove City. Citizens. Citizens. It is time. We're at the epilogue episode of Dark Rose Comics Podcast. 52.1. The flashpoint, (laughs) if you will, of our show. Uh, The final crisis. (laughs) The final crisis, if you will. Of our show, <laughs> but there will be no rebirth. Afterwards. Actually, no. Wait, no. It's not even a. No, that's not. No, it can't be Flashpoint because Flashpoint was before New Fifty Two. Flashpoint was before exactly. So it's got to be that other one. It's got to be Flashpoint uh, Two. What? <laughs> no, it's um. What? <laughs> oh, there, there was was there an event that like culminated Fifty Two? I don't think so. Uh, I think it just re- rebirth. Culminated. It was just the rebirth. Rebirth was culminating Fifty Two. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why I was hesitating to use rebirth though. Because yeah. there ain't no rebirth to this. No, well... It's a, just a culmination. It, it may... Uh, we're not saying we're never coming back. <laughs> we're not saying that. We're just saying... Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. Right now. Yeah. Re- rebirth would signify that it's happening right now. Yeah, so we'll save so. the word rebirth <laughs> for later. And then we'll just say... Uh, we'll what was just, that thing that happened right before rebirth? Right before the, rebirth? The last days of Superman, I think. I think, I, th- I think it's been so long now. Oh uh, yeah, it's been long. It's been I like, think every I think every series just kind of ended at that a, point. Along yeah. that point, yeah, yeah, and then rebirth like happened because everyone just assumed that rebirth was going to start. Yeah, like rebirth was going to restart everything. So everyone just like, all right, and then and then, <laughs> and then you kind of <laughs> just gave up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So as you can tell from the tone of our conversation, this episode is going to be kind of a freestyle. There's not really going to be any. I guess structured segments or anything. We're just gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the series that we've been covering on the show, um, and we wanted to leave you guys off with um, just you know a little discussion on each of the books that we've been talking about, and to sort of give our projections and give our sort of uh, I guess theories about where we think a lot of the series are going. Um, we are the uh, the comic book theorists with the theorist. Is what the, we are. The what? The th- theory cast. Oh, I thought you said thera cast. I'm like, I. Yeah, I tried to make it all one word. Thera cast. I'm not a thera. I don't know what that what is. What is even a thera? <clears throat> I don't know. Let's Google it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how this that's how this conversation will go today. Is we'll just be Googling things. <laughs> yeah. It's um, a Greek island. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's thera. But, thera? Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> like Themyscira? Like, like, sort of, sort of Themyscira, but missing like two like like seven syllables. <laughs> Anyways, comic book <laughs> references aside, um, yeah. So today we'll just be talking, and uh, there's quite a bit of co- you know quite a bit of books to cover. So uh, let's let's get let's get to it. Get to it. Let's get to it. And as always, we're going to be starting with DC because we love DC. Uh, spoiler warning, I guess. <laughs> if you haven't read any of the books. Oh, oh yeah, actually. Yeah, we should say that. Um, this week, Heroes in Crisis came out. Heroes yeah. in Crisis number seven came yeah. out. It's probably... We figured it was best that we at least read this issue before we give our theories. Yeah, um, that, it only makes sense. Yeah, because it would be weird. Like, you're sitting there listening to our theories. And, and you're just you're like, like, that's oh, completely already yeah. debunked. Yeah, like that already like didn't a, happen. An issue behind now, <laughs> which you could have just read. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we decided we we're gonna read Heroes in Crisis number seven. So having said that, then spoiler warning: um, there there will be some spoilers in the episode. We're not actually getting to Heroes in Crisis right now, so 
when we get to it, we'll let you know again. When we get to it, we'll get to it. We'll, you know, we'll get to it, we'll yeah, get to it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that that I read. Um, did you get a chance to read Shazam? The no. new issue of Shazam? I'll, I'll tell you what happened when we get to it, but okay. and I'll also give it a spoiler warning then. Okay. Some, pretty do- some pretty dope stuff happened. Okay, well, good. Yeah, so I guess... <laughs> 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 But yeah, let's start with Justice League. Oh, so many different ways. See, the, the, the thing with a series like Justice League is it can go like a hundred different ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's no, like, they'll just resolve this one thing and then they'll just move on to the next big thing. Yeah. Whatever that may be. Uh, but if we're talking about the projection of the current perpetual arc, I believe... It is with my certainty. Uh, <laughs> trying to channel my inner Barack Obama. I know. I saw. I uh, even saw you do that. That hand, yeah. hand <laughs> the little hand point thing. That's what I do. Uh, I don't do that at all. Imagine if I'm at work like this on the job Just site. <laughs> I'd get fired immediately. Like right away. <laughs> uh, I believe that um, they will obviously bring back Perpetua. Right. And then I, I feel like the Legion of Doom will realize they made a huge mistake. <laughs> and then the League and the Legion will team up, take Perpetual down somehow. Right. right. Somehow. Right. And then everyone goes on their merry way. Sort of like the ending of Justice League Unlimited. I I don't recall the end of that series. But at the end of the series, uh, the villains and the, and the superheroes had to work together. And then at the end... Uh, when everything was all said and done, the superheroes were like, okay, we're going to give you guys a head start to run before we come and catch you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it ended. <laughs> all right. But I mean, you know, it's fair is fair. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You helped us save the world, so we'll give you a head start. <laughs> that's like the entire relationship between Flash and his rogue gallery. Basically. Yeah. Sometimes you'll just go and chill with them. Yeah. And then arrest at that- them. <laughs> <laughs> at the bar. You know, that's just what they do. But yeah, that's that's my prediction for okay. um, for Justice League. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's, same, same it's thing. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, same like, thing because we've talked about that, I think, every issue that's come out. And they've, they're almost aligning themselves for that. Yeah. Uh, they're aligning themselves to be facing a power that's beyond what anybody in the multiverse can handle. Yeah. So it's going to take everyone in the multiverse to try to handle it. Yeah. Um beyond the cert- like the the current arc right now, I feel like with the arc with the future Superman and stuff like that, I feel like where they're going with that is they're they're going to discover that their version of winning is not winning. Yeah. Their version of winning is losing, sucking it up and starting again. Yeah. Right? So having said that, I feel like it may get to a point where they don't actually work together to take down Perpetua. Mm. I feel like the the way that I the way that I actually kind of want to see it is for that to play out that way, um, that they actually end up losing. Mm, okay. Right, and then live with those repercussions for a while before they have to rebuild. Rebirth too, <laughs> <laughs> because like. It that series itself is a little removed from the rest of continuity. Yeah. So I feel like you can explore things like that without needing to, you know, constantly go back to the norm. Yeah. You know, so they don't have to win. They can come across a power where they lose and they realize, hey, maybe destroying the 
the source vault wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Right? Ultimately, if they end up winning, yeah, you know, it's a Justice League story, but there, I think there's more value to be had if they did lose. And you're absolutely right, except they've won every time so far. So exactly. So I don't know how different <laughs> this time is going to be. Exactly. They, they've always somehow found a way out. So yeah. just but, like I, I feel like Superman is going to find his way out yeah. now that future Superman's visit him. I would have I been perfectly okay. If they just didn't visit Superman for a while and just let him rot in there. Because, you know, we thought the same thing when they were in um, the Forge World, right? Or was it, yeah. Was that what it's called? The Forge World? Uh, the Dark Forge? Yeah, the Dark Forge with the World Forger. The World Forge, yeah. Remember when Superman and Batman were, were drowning in the lava and we were like, yo, this is it. This is it. And then they come out, hey guys, we found new metal. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen here. Yeah. Some, some plot armor stuff is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Snyder tends to wrap it up that way for a lot of his stuff. Yeah. He tends to wrap it up pretty cleanly for a lot of his runs. So yeah. I, I would imagine that'd be the case. But it just, it'd be nice if it was a little different. I think they could like there's a lot to be had yeah out of losing this battle for them we'll just see how different it's because be. if they win then they're gonna learn nothing from opening up the source wall they very well may not they didn't learn anything from uh, <laughs> from Dark Knight's metal so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're right <laughs> they also didn't learn anything from Drowned Earth so <laughs> they just that, keep carrying that just on? kept carrying on it's like hey we probably should have messed with that no problem. Let's just let's just do oh, it. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. it's always like that, or else they would never have problems, right? They would yeah. never be big events if they always just learn their lesson like regular people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> They're supposed to be above that. They're supposed to be about striving for the new frontier. Yeah. That's basically that's also a movie and a book. But <laughs> well, actually, you have it, don't you? Yeah, the new you have it signed, right? Yeah, I have it signed. Yeah, uh, the late Darwin Cook. Yeah. So yeah, it's just if they don't keep striving for that new frontier, they're never. There's never going to be an exciting Justice League run. So I feel like they're going to win, and then they're going to keep making similar mistakes. This is this is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You're very, you're very well true. Uh, well, we'll see where those projections go. Um, I just no way to confirm or deny, but no way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like on our own time, I could be like, "Yo, did you see yeah, that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's. I mean, we'll just confirm it by ourselves. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about Batman. Let's talk about where we're at in Batman. Uh, I don't know the nightmare uh, yet. Uh, no, it's still going. So okay, it's so it's and uh, and I think it's going for another like two issues. I think then where it's going is just another nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> in I mean, in the okay, projecting for the future, do you see the series ending with because he's he's doing a hundred issue run? Yeah. So do you project the series ending now that we're more than halfway, uh, with Bruce and Selena together? I'm going to say no. And the reason why I say no is because I believe Selina is actually correct in the sense that Batman 
can't really be you can't be Batman and have and have everything if that makes any sense right like yeah. I feel like what makes Batman Batman is that there's just a void he can't fill okay and that that's what drives his 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 need for justice I feel right okay, I feel right. like that's what that's what makes Batman Batman that's what makes him so so raw as a as a superhero right, right? um and I feel like if him and Selena got together, I feel like that changes things. I feel like he'll just end up like, like Dick Grayson's Batman, <laughs> <laughs> just just a happy guy, <laughs> just a guy doing just backflips all the time. Yeah, exactly. Know. It's just just an acrobatic guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I feel true. like that's. I mean, that's where I stand on it anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the opposite. I think they'll end up together. Now, I mean, I would like to think that Tom King's Batman Annual Number Two is the canonical way to end the Bat and Cat relationship, which is them growing old together. Yeah, and then Batman like passes away in her arm, and like just have them grow old together. Yeah. Um, I mean that's that, nice. That's a nice way to just end it. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I'm okay with. I feel like that's too. That's too nice for Batman. No, it is, and but I feel like he's done enough to earn that. But this whole series for me is this whole series for me is a test and a study on whether or not Batman can lose the mantle, because yeah. it. We've we've come to understand Batman as a character that needs this drive for justice, yeah. right? But we're now we're now seeing a different side of Batman where he's now even questioning whether or not his drive is justified, whether yeah. or not what he's doing makes any contribution at all to the overall health of of Gotham. Yeah. So I I think we're getting to a point now where. It's not just about Batman's drive to be the best. It's not about Batman's drive to protect the city. It's not about that vow anymore. It's whether or not that vow still makes sense. Right. And I think where we're I think where we're decompressing that in Nightmare is ultimately where they're going to end up, which is Batman finally realizing that the vow he once made as a kid no longer applies. It can apply in different ways, which is why at the beginning he had put hope in Gotham and Gotham Girl yeah. to try to carry on the mantle because yeah. his he just wanted to he wanted to fight and find a way to protect the city. He wanted the way to to keep a watch over the city, and he found ways that can help him take over that mantle. Right. right. So with that corruption, with that whole thing gone away, he's now back to this whole. Now it's back on me again. But with this whole Selena thing, now he's just like, is this even worth it? Yeah. And I think where we are getting with the series is where he's ultimately going to end up. And just like, it's it's not worth it. Because mm-hmm. there are other ways to fight crime. And me constantly putting people away, having them escape, putting them away again, that's just not going to do. So what do you think is the ultimate solution then? Do is, you feel like we're going to lose the bat at the end of Batman? Yes. At the end of Batman, like this could be, dare I say, the run that finally retires Batman. 
this hundred issue study to understand why Batman is Batman and why Batman doesn't need to be Batman. That's a bold statement. Yeah. And that would be, I I think that'll be a really good run for future studies as well. Yeah. To see and look back at this time and be like, what had to happen for Batman to finally give up the mantle and yeah. let the family take over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he still has the family. Yeah. He has yeah. the Bat family to take over. Damien, you can start aging Damien, right? Yeah. You can start aging some of the other characters. You can put Dick Grayson as still a positive guy, but just more matured, more seasoned into yeah. the Batman role. Yeah. Or you can completely skip that and age Damien to pick up the mantle and have him start as a 20-year-old. Yeah. Right? So I I think I, I think with this run, especially being a lengthy run as is, and not really a run that allows for a lot of breaks. Like yeah. it's very much a run you gotta read from start to finish to really get it. Yeah. This type of character run could be what really defines this era of Batman and mm-hmm. finally put him to rest. And I will be very happy if they did. I will be very I would I would be very glad that they went with it. Yeah. And used what he pretty much foreshadowed in annual number two to say this is the ending we're gonna give him. Yeah. We're gonna give him a happy ending. Yeah. We're just using this run as a way to tell to show you the trials and tribulations of what he had to go through physically and mentally to get over the hump and then ultimately retire him. I mean, makes a lot of sense <laughs> now that I think about it that way. I, I, I mean, I do believe that Batman does deserve a happy ending, right? It, it's just a matter of, I mean, I was going to say maybe it's, it's a matter of how they go about it, but this is this perhaps this is the way. Just maybe. like you're saying, perhaps this is the way where he really just does put up his mantle going, nah, this ain't for me. <laughs> like, I... And I think what's really great about this run is that the whole thing that happened with Selena, you side with Selena, you understand why she made that choice. And you understand that, yes, that is helping Gotham. That is helping Batman to continue to to protect the the vow that he made. Right? But now you're seeing the after effects of it. You're seeing, does it actually make sense? Does it actually work the way selena wanted it to work yeah right so i think it's actually a pretty masterful masterfully done to let you to let you sort of even see yourself as like a 180 be like which one actually makes more sense yeah so yeah i i really enjoy the run so far there's been a few hit and miss sort of like few misses i think on individual issues that get lost if you don't read the whole arc yeah there's some issues where you read it you're just like ugh okay but then like you read it as like in the within the context of a whole arc or run then it makes more well sense. yeah you read any of the nightmare issues out of oh, the con- yeah, outside just... the concept of nightmare it makes no sense yeah. <laughs> especially that one with um with professor pig oh yeah that, oh, yeah. that one was just like you gotta be in the zone you, to like know you, what's you happening. gotta know what's going on to know what's going on oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. yeah so but yeah you know that's kind of that, where I see. That's it. a crazy theory, and I, I, I would not be shocked if that's how they end it for sure. That would be cool. That would be cool <laughs> to finally put Bruce Wayne to rest. 
I mean, he just had his 80 years. That's but he, true. But he's 80. De- Detective Comics 1000. You know? 80. <laughs> Well, it's not 80 in this particular <laughs> run, but I I get where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of speaking of um, of a Batman, let's go on to the other complete opposite spectrum Batman, and let's talk about Batman Who Laughs. We're like halfway through the miniseries. Yeah, I think right two three issues or three issues in. And how do you project that end? I honestly think the Batman Who Laughs wins. Yeah, I think this is going to be a bad ending for for this Bruce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you I, think this is main universe Bruce? I don't think it's main universe Bruce. Okay. Uh, I think that this is because uh, remember, like, because this is if I'm ty- if I'm thinking about this correctly, this is the Batman who laughs that that Lex let go in. Uh, right. Right. If I'm thinking about this correctly, it may be a different one. I have a feeling it's the same one. Uh, and then he just hopped off into another universe. <laughs> and uh, see, it's it's. I want to see the bigger picture of what he's doing here. But the Batman who laughs is such a calculated character that it's difficult to predict what he's going to do. Because I'm not even sure the creative team knows what he's going to do. They're just like, okay, he's just going to do this now. Um, but I definitely do predict that he's going to win, for sure. Okay, uh, This is not the main universe. I, I believe he's out there to try and achieve a goal in this mini run. And then he's going to come back into the, the main Justice League run. Mm. Uh, having achieved that goal in, in, uh, in a six-issue mini. Okay. And okay, then, I see what uh, you mean. And then... Uh, because he did say, like, let me go. I'll tell you what you need to know, but stay out of my way, sort of thing, right? Yeah. Now it's just a matter of where where did he go? Uh, leave? What did he do? And when is he going to come back, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that time is coming pretty soon, if you ask me. Which would make sense that this is an alternate universe Batman. Yeah. Because if it's happening in parallel... Yeah, if it's happening concurrently, it, it would make no sense. Yeah. Right, it was just yeah, like yeah. how do you have time to do this and that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so that that's what I'm predicting is that um, this is not main universe Batman. Uh, uh, the Batman who laughs is gonna win. There, there has to be some sort of. There's obviously some sort of goal with him killing every other universe, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be a reason for it. We're gonna find that reason out pretty soon. And I think it all ties into the main um, Justice League perpetual arc right now. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Maybe it's like the one. That's a sick movie. <laughs> Where he's just taking their powers as he's eliminating them. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one, but it actually ends up being two Jet Lees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It ends up being the two. Somehow he wins using Tai Chi. <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> Still a sick movie, though. That's like the second movie where Jet Li has won using Tai Chi. What was the first one? Uh, tai Chi Master. <laughs> oh, okay. All yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I I think so too. I think this is a series where he needs where it's the spotlight's on him, so he, yeah. he's gonna win. Yeah. Um, so it makes more sense that this is alternate universe. Um, yeah. I I don't think it's gonna be 
like there's going to be a resolution at the end. I don't think it's going to be a series where it's going to just become sort of a stepping towards Justice League again. Yeah. So I, I think they'll tie up all the loose ends. And then they'll probably give a nod to where he's going next, which would be Justice League. But I think they'll wrap it up. Because Okay, okay. Yeah. Because then when you look at a mini like that and you look at Batman Who Laughs miniseries, like a year from now, two years from now, then you don't want to be bogged down by continuity. Yeah, you want to read it as a standalone. Yeah, so... Which is why I originally didn't want to make that theory. But I feel like there's a strong correlation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that could be where they're heading to. And I wouldn't be surprised. I I feel like it's it's fine. Let him win. Yeah. Because this is his spotlight series, right? Yeah. I kind of like... I mean, I really like the Batman Who Laughs as a character. Yeah. I wouldn't even mind if he just won every now and then. (laughs) Yeah. And he just became the main Batman. Okay, well... (laughs) I don't know about that. Yeah. Imagine him trying to get along with everybody at the Justice League. (laughs) Uh, Hey, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. It's not going to work out very well. (laughs) I said no killing. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It totally slipped uh, my mind. Uh, what's everyone doing at the watchtower today? I don't know, man. Get some sun. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> we, do you want to just get closer to the sun? We can just control the watchtower, get closer to the sun. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be pale forever. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's basically Batman Who Laughs. A miniseries, it'll end pretty soon, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Okay, so another miniseries we're going to talk about, which is going to be ending in a couple of issues, which we talked about earlier, Heroes in Crisis. So, so we read issue seven. Spoiler warning. We're going to be talking about things that happened in issue seven, which just came out. So you should definitely go read it. Go to your local comic shop, pick it up, you know, do all that jazz. Um, But this issue shed some new light on what could pot- what could potentially be revealing of who done it who um, who done did it who who done diddly did it um and i know we brought this up a couple weeks back uh maybe from the last issues or the issue before where we talked about the possibility that wally is the one that lost it and did it yeah and i think we're getting to a point now where that's starting to come to light. And to me, it makes the most sense because mm-hmm. he's the only one that could really take everybody out that way. Yeah. When you think about it, right? Uh, I had I had brought up in an earlier discussion that we had the fact that maybe Wally just took everybody to a different timeline or wherever mm. where they can't get hurt no more. Um <laughs> <laughs> but then you also brought up a good point where just like, well, then what's the point of bringing back Ivy? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're right. There is no point if that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I'm I'm all over the place. I actually don't know what to think right now. So <laughs> so why don't you shed some light with your some of your theories? One <laughs> uh, one thing I think the way Tom King writes is he he likes to put characters into sort of this um, uh, into this role um, where they're be- they become a symbol of something uh, right. Wally Wally on his own since Rebirth 
has become a symbol, regardless of who's writing him. He has become a symbol of hope. And he touched upon it in this uh, in this issue that he's the symbol of hope where he's lost the most. Yeah. Right? Where, where he's lost everyone. Literally everyone. Yeah, he lost everyone. And he lost everyone even from the standpoint that his whole his whole origin story and existence is so centered around berries and is so mirror, mirroring that of berries that he's now coming to the realization that berries also the one that took everything away yeah right and and it's crazy because when you really think about it his whole idea of being the symbol of hope is to take is for everyone to take everything he knows away and for him to bring back what was. Yeah. Actually, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 it's and it is a sad realization for Wally. And I think this issue this issue really encapsulates that. And I think this issue really shows why he could go overboard. And why he probably did. Why he probably did. And he said it in I think two different instances where he was holding Roy Harper. Um, and he was saying, "Why did it, right?" And I'm, and I think what he's speaking about is the why did it, the yeah. reason did it. The yeah. reason is, is that he he doesn't want to feel alone anymore. Yeah. Right. Um. And he wanted to help people end their suffering. Yeah. So. It, it it's a it's a sad realization, and I think there's going to be. There, there's going to be more reveals, obviously, in the last two issues. There's going to be so many reveals in the yeah. last two issues to yeah. really wrap it up. Because I think this reveal came a little late. Yeah. Um, we went late, through... If you ask me. Yeah. Like, we went through a couple issues of just straight setup and character study. Not saying they're bad, because I think all those character study issues were great. Yeah. But in a case of a murder mystery type book... You need some You good need pacing. some sort of progress. Yeah. You need some sort of prop progress. So... There's been nothing said about the Puddlers and why they're leaking the stuff out there. Yeah. Right? Nothing being said about the public's reception of the stuff being leaked out there. So there's a lot of that stuff that's not being covered. And I think in the next two issues, that's where they really what need to What if it's all Wally? It. It's all Wally, bro. But that's the thing. Yeah, it could be Wally just... It could be just Wally doing it. Putting yeah. that all that stuff out there. And yeah. just Wally not really sure what he's doing. Right? Um and and I think I'm okay with that yeah right um, but there was also a really nice um, and really nice sort of symbolism in this issue as well where Wally has been always shown to be the symbol of hope right mm-hmm. and he talks about hope breeding love um, and that love is what's the result of it yeah right um, and Poison Ivy has been sort of shown in a lot of King's work to be the symbol of love. Yeah. Right? The symbol of love between between her and, and Harley. Yeah. Right? Um, and and it's cool to see that at the end it's literally Wally, which is hope, breeding love mm-hmm. and bringing love back. Yeah. Right? And I think and I think that's what's missing in his life is that he doesn't know how to bring the lost love back. I think it's sad too when you really think about it is that you can spin this situation a hundred different ways. You can end it in a hundred different ways. Wally's not getting his family back. Yeah. It's because he's 
the he's the character that's out of place here mm-hmm. right like he shouldn't technically be existing right now right so i feel bad for him i really do yeah. I, I i do sympathize and even if he is the one that did all that stuff like i would be like hey man boy snapped like i, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you right um it's just yeah I, there, there's no there's no happy ending for wally i don't think yeah um and i think that's another prediction too it's just there's there's no happy ending for wally no uh I, whether they whether they provide some more meaning for him as a character uh moving forward after this miniseries uh or after this run i don't know um i hope that they do because i i very much like wally as a character especially the way that he's designed right now i think it's really really good um but uh there's there's no happy ending for Wally. there's got to be some sort of meaning to to why wally's there yeah um and a lot of and a lot of what people loved about wally was him and his family so i think having brought him back for rebirth they left out what was the i think the most important part of wally and i think that's what this series trying to explore yeah I what I mean what I mean by giving him more meaning is that uh I hope that he gets some semblance of of that of that back like mm. his old life backs mm-hmm. in some sort of way. I don't know how they'll do it because that'll break continuity pretty bad, but uh uh I'm hoping they do. I hope Wally gets something out of this run <laughs> <laughs> other than jail time. But uh, <laughs> uh jail time. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, so that's our prediction for Heroes in Crisis. Um, just sad endings. Sad it's endings. too sad. It's, it's too sad. sad endings. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there'll be some sort of happy ending for I, it, but not. I don't think so. Not in a way where everybody walks out happy. No. But I think there is, there there is truth to be had with the whole you talking about how they were testing and Wally's character is five days older, right? Yeah. So it could be that all the bodies are like that and now they gotta sort of race against Wally himself to find them all yeah right so there could be that but uh, I do hope he ex- starts explaining it next issue because he only got two issues left yeah and there's a lot of talking that yeah. needs to be done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of explaining lots of explaining okay so uh, on to the next series let's talk about some J- Young Justice <sighs> not a lot to project here not really um, like it's a really like issue by issue story in my yeah. opinion like yeah. I feel like if you were to predict a run like Young Justice, I feel like that takes away a lot of the a lot of the fun about it. I think the fun about Young Justice is that it's it's, fun. Spontaneous. it's spontaneous, yeah. right? Uh so I will abstain from uh doing any further predictions from Young Justice, but I will continue to read that uh run uh based solely on the fact that uh, Connor Kent has a kid. And I want to know uh, what's the deal with this kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep reading for uh, Bart Allen. That's so funny. Bartholomew the, Allen. The way he's written is yeah. very funny. Um, actually, the way the way Bendis wrote a lot of the characters on this run. So I feel far, like Impulse is on point for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bart Allen. Yeah, he's on point. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you that he's oh. on point. Oh no, I thought you just <laughs> like you're pulling a different character, and I was like, that's the same guy, dude. No, I know. That's why I said impulse because the assumption is that he's the same guy but then you Teen Lantern's also pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> I think Teen Lantern's pretty cool 
but like yeah a lot of the characters on there i think they're they're all pretty well written so i'll read it for that for all yeah. that banter and stuff like that but yeah like you i probably won't make much prediction on it there's not a whole lot predict there's not a whole lot of predicting to be had yeah anyway yeah. they're gonna just bust out of there eventually so yeah and then you know. on to the next adventure it's like it's like exactly like the tv show right every yeah. episode is different right yeah. so so well that's it for young justice <laughs> <laughs> let's go to shazam uh, so I read the uh, so I was telling you earlier that yeah. I read the newest issue of Shazam yeah um, so Shazam also just came out so spoiler warning go buy the book pick it read it so they're now in the different lands yep and they're just sort of now they've snapped out of it they're like oh what's happening and they're are, going are they the still lands. in their um, their Shazam forms uh, only the two of them okay the two of them that ended up in the game land Okay. They stayed. Okay. Um, so they're just basically learning about the game land. Yeah. And they ran away from some like referees. They're not cops. They're called referees. Um, and they ran away from them. And they're trying oh. to get info. And they're saying they got to score some really high score to get out of there. So that's their part. Yeah. Um, with. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, the guy with Darla. Boo, 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 Shazam, Shazam. Let me find the page. <laughs> Let me find the page. <laughs> the, the, oh, the two of them that landed in, oh, Freddy, Freddy and Darla that landed uh, oh, in, yeah, 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 yeah. in the Animal Lands. Uh, so <laughs> in the Animal Lands, uh, every animal there hates humans. Uh. And they actually said, uh, <laughs> there was a part that says, the last time a human got loose it took pandemonium to keep civilized city safe but no one's seen him for years so there's actually a guy his name is pandemonium oh which is kind of hilarious yeah. <laughs> but yeah so it looks like they really all they all hate humans yeah and they just want humans out um and you know so that's that's their part of the story they got like thrown into this little cart um and they're paraded down the street um so there's a small reveal with Billy Batson's dad where he yeah. said uh, maybe he ran away again just like last time and then the mother is like what do you mean ran away uh, Billy said he got lost that he can't find you and then the father is like oh that's not entirely true so obviously they're starting to bring that to bring that mystery back now yeah. with why the father's there oh, fine. Uh, well no you're not gonna go read it now for sure yeah for sure well I was gonna read it anyway but yeah <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like I have to like it's a, such a chore but oh my god but I know that that was one of the things I was hoping that they would get back <laughs> they to they would like start hinting yeah. on right yeah because now been, like several issues since they left. yeah not, not since the first issue I not since not the first issue it and like now there's police in the house now they know they've gone missing um, so they're bringing that story back and I'm feeling like the two things could happen Billy Batson's dad is actually an abusive father or two he's not Billy Batson's dad I think it's not Billy Batson's dad yeah so because because number one he looks way too similar to Billy Batson himself have you noticed that they look almost identical in, in the issue right okay so I've number one that already kind of threw me off because I'm like, who looks exactly like their dad? Yeah. Or the other... I mean, there are people who look... Okay, okay. Maybe I'll just, I'm making <laughs> too bra- like too harsh or too no, but quick like, of a statement there. But you in, know what uh, I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. In in a fictional world, 
where they're drawn, it's not very often that they're drawn with such resemblance. That yeah. So to me, that was that was sort of a like a red flag. Okay. I just like that. It's too much of a coincidence. It's yeah. way too much of a coincidence. And looking too happy, looking too fresh, and just be like, yeah, and where then, is this guy coming from? Yeah. Number two, it's like, how did he find the family? Because as far as I know, like foster parent information is like private. Yeah. Right. So that was already sketchy enough to me. Uh, and the f- and he's just, I don't understand what place he would be coming from to just show up and mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I'm Billy Batson's dad. And it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. what's the purpose? Right. Right. You know, there's, he didn't come with an intention or at least not a, not a immediate intention. So, uh, there's a lot of red flags for me there. Uh, I, I personally believe that that's not his dad. Um, who it actually is, I I have no clue. <laughs> I, it it probably, it could possibly have something to do with someone working for that, um, that worm guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah. definitely possible. Um, more than likely, actually. Now yeah. that you now that you mention it, yeah. So I feel like that's kind of where the series is going. They're gonna somehow have a way to bring that worm guy back. Oh well, for sure, he's the yeah. main baddie. Right? Yeah, the main like, baddie. Like, but like, not just an overarching baddie, but like someone who can like really worm his way through. Yeah, like King Kid is just the red herring here. It's just the yeah, yeah. Actually, so about King Kid. Yeah. Uh, so you find out in this issue that um, they're dragging uh, Billy Batson's adult body, and they're like basically saying like, "Oh, this place was to keep adults out and stuff like that," right? So. You you come across a scene where they're in a they're basically in a factory layer. Yeah, and he basically says, uh, you know, we we provide you with, you know, years of fun and happiness, but the moment you turn eighteen, you get thrown in this thing, and and it's basically like a bunch of little clowns, <laughs> just like bossing, basically like young adults into like slave work wow to keep Funlands running yeah um, and they basically work there till they die so it's basically it's it's literally adultless because he throws them all in there not surprised yeah and and when I saw that I was like that that took a dark turn you know what's gonna quick. happen quick I, I, if, if I were Billy Basman hey you want the Shazam power here you're a champion now then he'll chase Shazam guess what turns into an adult what you gonna do now King kid that I actually think could happen I think that and that they, I think that's like one way to take him down is to turn him into an adult turn him into an adult then yeah. then everyone's just gonna attack him yeah <laughs> then you just take that power away from him right yeah cause I'm pretty sure uh, Billy Batson can do that yeah so he, he can choose who to give the power to with yeah. the word yeah yeah so other people can say the word Shazam but he doesn't have to share his power yeah yeah so he could choose to share his power on that spot yeah so that's actually really good I actually hadn't thought about that before that's actually a really smart way to take him out I think that's the way it's gonna go yeah uh, and then I don't know we'll have to see what happens with Billy Batson's dad that's my main thing yeah like who's this guy <laughs> <laughs> who this guy that just showed up who brought uh, freaking John Hammond <laughs> <laughs> um, but the craziest reveal <laughs> so this is reveals after reveals yeah. but the craziest reveal is at the end there's a scene from the Rock of Eternity, and it's um, 
And uh, basically, there's a guy. Spoiler warning. Oh boy, spoiler warning. There's a guy. He says, The council sealed off the lands from one another for a reason, you stupid boy. The monster lands are still closed. Though for how long, I do not know. Billy Batson, you have no idea what you've done. And it's Black Adam. Oh, I knew. Oh, I, I, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I knew it. It's so good. I knew it so because good. because nobody would have that much information about the lands other than Black Adam. Yeah. Right. Uh, because. Well, yeah, Black Adam is the longest surviving user of that power, mm-hmm. right? So he would know everything about the about the the lands, right? Yeah. And, he, and for sure, he's just saying that, but he's not going to go help him. He's just like... Well, it says next, Black Adam to the rescue. Okay, he's going to go help him. <laughs> he's going to go help him. Because obviously, whatever's in these lands is goes beyond uh, their little rivalry, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so whatever's in there is no good. And if, that, if it ever gets exposed to the real world, it's big problems. So... Yeah. For sure, Black Adam's got to go in there and help him. Then. And try That's to clean case. house. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, why would you do this, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really cool to see Black Adam. Yeah. And he looks super dope in here. Oh, yeah. Well, drawn right. very well. You got to read it, man. It's I, so good. I will. I will. It's so good. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm always hyped to see Black Adam. He's such an interesting character. Because he's not really a bad guy. No. Just because he's a bad guy. Doesn't mean he's, he's a bad, bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it uh, he's he's a really good character, and especially in the right hands. And we've seen what Jeff Johns can do with Black Adam. Oh, Jeff Johns' you know? hands so, are always the right hands. Doesn't matter which character it is. <laughs> so you give him I don't know Snoopy. Snoopy, give him Charlie Brown, and and will turn him something amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say that Charlie Brown isn't something amazing already. <laughs> turn into a Snoopy core, and it is just like. <laughs> A whole it, it'd just be <laughs> that's all it is that's all he'll write yeah. <laughs> alright so so that's um that's Shazam number 4 so good and I think I think what's gonna happen is Shazam like they'll be stuck in the land and I think Black Adam is gonna go in there try to do a bunch of stuff but then Shazam's gonna get pissed off and blah 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 and then the monster lands will open yeah you know, and I think the other projection with him giving King Kid the power is what's going to ultimately be his downfall. Uh, I think that's going to happen too. So, though I I do think if that is the case, I do think that King Kid will join them afterwards after he realizes like yo I was being an idiot. <laughs> but I don't know how I would feel with them adding a champion who literally was a slaver. But that's the thing with kids, right? Forgive and forget. Unless you're Mary, then I don't know. But yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Like, if Mary found, well, actually, no, Mary, no, Mary did find out. Mary yeah. was part of it. Yeah, he already threw Mary in there. Okay. So Mary was slaving already. He's a no good. Huh? Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I, I would, I wouldn't know how to add that guy in. I mean, like Billy Batson wasn't a great guy to begin with yeah. before. Yeah. Right when he first started so that's what I'm saying like it, Maybe it, it's a I think it's a similar path right like okay you know what I mean so you think you're you think they're building a new character that sort of on the same trajectory trajectory I think as, yeah as, as as Billy Batson Billy Batson if if he doesn't 
become one of the seven champions, I believe he'll garner a similar power and become a new baddie, like re- recurring baddie. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's my other thing. All right. But we'll see. Great <laughs> predictions, dude. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to our last kind of DC book. It's uh, by Vertigo. High level. Children of Men. <laughs> uh, so it's good. Obvious. I think it's very obvious at this point that she will end up delivering the kid. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of character change is going to happen between that time. A lot of crazy stuff is going to go down, though, in between those times, for sure. I think she's going to lose the kid a couple times. <laughs> uh, I think she's going to get... Uh-huh. Because the thing is, she's up against some really powerful folks in high level. You know what I mean? So uh, I think there's going to be a couple of run-ins where she's going to get messed up real bad. She's going to lose the kid a couple times, but ultimately she does end up delivering the kid and ending the war. Mm-hmm. That's the way I, I see it. Okay. All right. I think she's going to deliver the kid and then realize that it didn't actually end the war. I think delivering the kid is actually what's going to cause the major turn in the war. And then she's going to try to take the kid away. So that's kind of where I see it. I I feel like her just delivering the kid and ending the war to me seems too straightforward. And I think they're building up high level to be this place where you just don't know where things are going to go at high level. But, so, but that's the thing, right? Like, that's why I said what I said in terms of, like, a lot of crazy things are going to happen in between because of that specific reason. But I believe that ending is what's going to happen. But everything else in between is sort of, like, thrown in the air. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like point A and point B, and then you can do whatever you want in between sort of thing. Okay. All right. That That's where I see it going down. I, I'm like... Yeah, I'm kind of the opposite. Children of the Men was the same way. Children of the Men was the same way. Like, yeah. like, spoiler warning for the movie. You guys have seen it. Great movie. Because uh, <laughs> he does ultimately end up uh, bringing Kay, who has, who has the baby, bringing Kay to the, the to tomorrow, which is I think the boat is called tomorrow, uh, or the ship is called tomorrow. Uh, but everything else in between was crazy. Like yeah. it was just like what's going down right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get that similar vibe with uh, okay. high level. All right. Yeah, for me, for me, it's the journey there isn't what's going to be crazy. It's getting there and realizing what's actually going down a high level. Uh, that to me is oh, where the crazy. And then it, is. there could be a part two after that. Yeah. So like the whole idea of high level is not to get her to high level. The idea is you got her to high level. Now what? And then realize that it didn't actually end the war see that's the thing like your idea of storytelling is is you like to go to those places right uh which always does make for very very good storytelling but i think your thought process is a lot is a lot braver than what a lot i think a lot of storytellers are willing to go Mm. you know what i mean that's why i don't predict that way even though i do believe that's the better way of storytelling I, i think that Storytellers just aren't willing to go there most of the time. It is more riskier. It's riskier, exactly. And uh, I don't know if writers are always willing to take that risk, despite the fact, especially with high level, that it's a it's a it's a creative independent book, book, right? Yeah. Uh, But even then, it's just like, well, 
I don't know if writers want to go there with, especially if it's come to think of it, especially if it's their own if it's their own stuff, right? Like yeah. So I, that's why my predictions are always a little bit more opposite of yours. Because yeah. I'm thinking more mainstream, whereas you're like more like, this is what's gonna make a good story. Yeah, for for me that's. For yeah, for me it's like, the journey. Yeah. Is important. To a point where the destination isn't the real destination. Right. Like that's usually where I take a lot of my stuff. But, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll revisit it, and uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll both be following the series because oh, I, I yeah, might, I'm yeah, going to yeah. be reading it for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and it's just fantastic stuff, especially the artwork. I, I love Barnaby Bagenda, so you know, we'll, we'll I, I for have sure to be following agree. It. Yep, for yeah, for sure. All right. So well, here it is, folks. Huh? Here it is. What? I don't know. Oh, you mean the prediction? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like going to drum roll some in. Okay, that's it for DC stuff. Yeah. That's it for DC stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're now on to Marvel. Uh, less things to less things to cover for Marvel. Much less things. Um, and there's, a, there's a bit of, there's a few titles that we actually just ended up dropping. Um, they're just, they, they weren't really getting anywhere. So we, we decided not to Listen, we just don't want to read them anymore, just, okay? Yeah, just <laughs> I don't yeah, want to. If you want to read them, just go, just go read them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the first one we're gonna talk about is Venom. I mean, for the, I think we've more or less have laid out our predictions over the last couple of issues, uh, like intermittently. Uh, but I'll I'll reiterate, like I do believe that. Um, Especially with what happened with the last issue, uh, I do believe that that Eddie will go on like the soul search for the symbiote, mm-hmm. uh, and then he'll he'll receive the symbiote again, but as a different man, because obviously now he's also taking care of Dylan, so yeah. he's going to be a very different host, one that may be closer to uh flash thompson in terms of uh i guess now their values okay right uh which uh venom may appreciate the symbiote may appreciate uh and then like like i mentioned uh before i believe that that new bond is going to come out crazy strong Mm -hmm. like they're going to be so strong it's going to be unbelievable um but that's what i got (laughs) I think I think so too. I, I do feel like there's going to be a period of separation where they both both identities need to to discover themselves, um, and it's going to come to a point later on down the road where they come across the big bad again and they have to go back to each other, but this time not out of a necessity for survival, but like more so they understand they that they're want stronger to. that yeah. way, right? So, um. That that is, I think, the projection of the series, and I feel like, and I feel like the first two arc has been a deconstruction of the relationship between Eddie and the symbiote, yeah. and I think it's a deconstruction in a sense that we're going to be getting a different take. Oh, on, oh uh, Vin Diesel's back, <laughs> making his final appearance. The final appearance, yeah, <laughs> final appearance of Vin Diesel. I actually don't know. Who that is? <laughs> if well, obviously I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. But second, I don't know if the listeners can hear it. Oh, they can hear it. You think so? Yeah, because I can hear it in here, which means it's being recorded. 
Uh oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought me hearing it here maybe just like it's reverberating. No, no, no. Mind. I can, I can, I can tell the difference between hearing it out there and in the headphones. Ah. So listeners enjoy Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel <laughs> making his final appearance <laughs> <laughs> in the uh, Fast and the Furious fifty-two point one. Yeah. So what was? It? Oh, yeah. So it it is a deconstruction of I think both characters and. We're used to seeing uh, those characters sort of bounce off of each other a certain way. Yeah. And I think now we're going to get a part of the run where they don't bounce off each other. Yeah. And what they have to do to realize their own personal worth before they come back together and say, like, we're both worth something. Let's let's now become stronger. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and, and that part, I think, is what's going to be the really defining moment of the mm-hmm. run. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not to say that I don't like seeing them together, but seeing those two characters, seeing Eddie and, and the Venom separate, I think it's a it, it builds for a stronger character. Now, not only line. that, but moving forward after they do rebond, like that character interaction moving forward is going to be crazy. Like yeah. it's going to be probably, in my opinion, some of the most enjoyable dialogue you will read, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Yeah. I, I think that's that's what it's shaping up to be. Yeah, for sure, for sure, and and it does shape up to be that type of run too. Yeah, so, yeah, good things for Venom. It's always been good things. Good for things Venom. for Venom. <laughs> there are some people out there that don't enjoy this Venom run, and uh, because they're not used to seeing Venom that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which which I can I can sympathize with those readers that don't enjoy, but at the same time, it's. I think if you're a true Venom fan, you enjoy Venom from from every from every little, aspect. every aspect, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, so that's that's our projections for Venom. <laughs> one of I think one of our mo one of our more um, enjoyable runs that we cover on this show. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. absolutely. Every time Venom rolls around, it's always we're a, very excited. It's always a fun time. <laughs> fun time. Fun times. Fun times. <laughs> All right. So, next book, Daredevil. It's it's a little tough to say because it's so early in the it's run. It's so early in the run. It's so early in the run. So I took a quick glimpse in the newest issue. Yeah. And so, spoiler warning. Obviously, um, if you haven't read the book, obviously go pick it up. Again, we give it given a lot of spoiler warnings in the show. We have to. Yeah. All right. So anyway, spoiler warning. Um, <laughs> So where we left off on the last issue, uh, he you know he was fighting the the dude. Uh, what was his oh god? What was his name? I forgot his name. The guy, the officer, and uh, he was on the ground. Off the the guy's pointing his gun at him. So he fights out of it, and uh, eventually he tries to make a run for it. Then gets into a fisticuff with the same guy, and the guy takes him out and arrests him. Um, but uh, he was going to take off his mask and then the guy um, an, off- uh, an officer shows up and is like I don't know who you are but you know this guy is New York and we look out for our own Yeah. so he lets him arrest him but he allows him to keep his mask on mm-hmm. um, and then at the end while he's in the police car uh, the scene gets shot up just lit up mm-hmm. um, and then you see the the officer tries to you know take out uh, Daredevil to just sort of hold him down again to make sure he doesn't run right yeah 
and then a, a mysterious person chokes him out. And then mysterious. you find out that uh, Frank Castle took Daredevil. Mr. Punisher himself. Yeah. So he took Daredevil, has him strapped to like a, like a bed thing, has him like tied down. Yeah. Uh, but he's like tending to his wounds and stuff like that, right? And he basically says, uh, congratulations, live. But even better than that, you've seen the light. Yeah. And I think this moment is sort of the defining moment of where this run is trying to go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is to show Daredevil finally that just as easily as they'll embrace you for being somebody who's there for the city, they'll just as easily turn on you if you make a mistake. Yeah. Uh, but you can also interpret that in two different ways, though, as well. Right. You can interpret that in your way uh, and with with how the city views you. That's I think that's absolutely correct. Um the other way is that Frank Castle is just saying, "Hey, embrace the fact that you killed a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like this is this you've seen the light. This is now not going to be your last time doing it, or sort of, or sort of thing, right? Like you've crossed the line. Like you've finally. crossed the line. Yeah. Like you might as well just keep doing what I'm doing, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, laying waste to baddies. To baddies, yeah. I, I feel like you can interpret it that way as well. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough." I don't think it's going to go that way because that's real dark. But (laughs) yeah, well, this I think this will be a study on the methods between Daredevil and Punisher. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though Daredevil made the mistake and made a mistake and gone to that side Mm -hmm. momentarily. Yeah. Doesn't mean he can't atone for it. And I think that and I think that's also a reason why they brought up the church a lot in the series. And I think it's a way for Daredevil to be like. To understand that it's okay to make mistakes as long as you understand that they're mistakes and don't do it again. And you got to be better. Exactly. Right? Because this is a real rusty daredevil. Yeah. Right? So I think uh, we're, we're sort of being prepared to expect a, a way, way better daredevil in terms of, of, of his skill set uh, in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um even though I said what I said, I don't think he's obviously gonna go side with uh, with Frank. I think that's just that's that's very against Daredevil, uh, and I think the the purpose of of I think there you, you gotta stay close to to the source material if you're gonna write the character, yeah. right? Uh, so I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I do feel that that's that's a good prediction you're making though that he will atone for it. He will become a better better Daredevil. Um, and then they'll obviously move on to the next arc where he's going to face the next big baddie, obviously, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think for a good few arcs in the run will be about him atoning for it. I don't think it's going to end within the first well, arc. Oh, right away. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I think that's an overarching theme. Yeah. So for me, the theme is him atoning for the fact that he can make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and him understanding that he can make mistakes as Daredevil. And that he, you know, like where he was in that denial phase where I think he's going to come to an acceptance mm. and making up for those mistakes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to carry on a few arcs. Right. While he's taking on other baddies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that was my next point is like that his it, overall it can happen simultaneously. Exactly. Right? So. Yeah, yeah. So I think that'll be the theme of mm-hmm. the... So that's kind of where I see the series going. They'll, yeah. they'll obviously um, take on a bunch of different baddies and I think he'll ultimately come head to head with Kimpin who... Oh, yeah. 
who's a man that is now just doesn't doesn't need to use his tactics to take out Daredevil anymore, but will eventually have to because Daredevil has atoned. Yeah. So that's that I think is going to come to a head mm-hmm. where the Kingpin realizes that he still needed to get his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I see the series going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably I would say like the ultimate ending. I think would be uh, Fisk versus uh, Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that to come. <laughs> I, I'm actually really enjoying the series so far. Um, it, I haven't sort of enjoyed a lot of Daredevil series after Mark Wade's run, and mm, yeah. This this I think is is back to a very similar similar fashion as the way they did the Punisher run with Greg Rucka and the mm-hmm. same artist Marco mm-hmm. Um I think it's just a certain way he draws the gritty nature of of that that matches that, with the story that matches yeah. with the story very well. Like you like you look at the sending oh yeah that's Hell's Kitchen yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so um, I don't know if you had a chance to read. Uh, Rucka and Chichetto's, uh Punisher run I have not it is so good you gotta read it it's so good it's so well drawn too and very little words and it's just straight to the adding to my list straight to the it's done added I think I got the trades Oof. in the uh, on the shelf behind me don't make it too tempting now listeners if you can if you can visualize for a moment oh my gosh <laughs> there is a shelf behind me and there are books on it Okay, so on to the next book. <laughs> wow. Uh, and that's it for Marvel. Um, there were a few other Marvel books we were reading, but we kind of dropped them off, and uh, we're not really going to cover too many, too much into it because we really want to get into the indie books. The real stuff. The real, real stuff. <laughs> um, okay. Not that many titles we have on indie uh, anyway, but yeah, I think yeah. we have like three, right? Four. 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 Okay, okay. Four. Um, let's start with... Perhaps our favorite series of all time, <laughs> of yeah. all time, uh, Gideon Falls. See, Gideon Falls is also another one that's hard to predict. Yeah. Right? We, I think, when we predicted uh, the Lake House theory, uh, <laughs> yeah. we were very lucky to predict that. Yeah. Um, I think there were enough hints there. Yeah. Where we could have more or less guessed it. Uh, still a, a great feat. Uh, <laughs> uh, where I see it going now is um, uh, Father Fred, who is now in the future with Angie, uh, will now have to relearn about the Black Barn through Angie, and it, and it's gonna be there's gonna be a, a moment of, again another moment of disbelief for him, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is sort of a theme for him right is, is is belief and disbelief mm-hmm. right um uh norton uh <laughs> just, <laughs> or daniel st Clair. i don't daniel, know daniel, yeah, yeah we're gonna call him daniel now um daniel sutton he yeah he's going to learn obviously about his history now that he's in history oh uh hey. which is like it's crazy to think about um but he will learn about his family history he will share obviously the interest of the black barn with doc sun mm-hmm. and then that's going to draw claire to their side so now now you're gonna have 
uh, people on both sides are now fully committed to figuring out what the heck is going on with the Black Barn. Beyond that, I, it's hard to say because obviously, who the entity that's running the Black Barn is is obviously a very powerful entity. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to predict how they'll defeat it if they can. Um. I don't see it happening so far only because like they're going to have to figure out like a crazy way of doing it. Yeah. They're going to have to. Right. Um, but at the moment, I don't know how they will. I'm not even sure if it will happen mm-hmm. to be honest. Right. Uh, just because it's, it's taken so many issues for them to even get to this point. Yeah. Right. So there's obviously still a lot of writing that needs to be planned. Uh, so anything beyond them working towards figuring out where the barn is, I, it's hard for me to say. Again, this is such a, a difficult series to to predict. Like everything that's happened so far, I can't say I I knew was gonna happen. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. To have a cockroach burst out of the body, yeah, and stretching the guy's face. But but that's <laughs> why I love about this series so much is that you can't tell what's around the corner. Yeah, you really can't tell, and um. They they give you enough of they give you enough world building where where you can sort of have fun sort of theorizing things like we've all we've been theorizing about Gideon Falls forever right mm-hmm. um, but there's 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 a fun in in realizing when you're right and when you're wrong about stuff with Gideon Falls yeah 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 for sure and I I, I think what's going to happen in that series is they're going to try. And connect back up again, and eventually the two worlds will just merge. Um, but the way they merge is they're going to merge through that third world, which is that little um, that little time portal yeah, room almost yeah. that they they got into. Yeah, the hyperbolic and, time chamber. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> and they're going to come face to face with a world that is just horrors. Yeah, horrors and demons and stuff like that, and it just. They've, they've now opened the portal to something that they should not have. Yeah. Because they try to connect time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what they're trying to do is they're... And I'm not sure how they're going to explain the science behind it, but they're they're basically using, like, currents and waves to, tr- and to try to connect different points in time. Mm-hmm. And I think... That's what's causing the rift and opening that, yeah, that that world where like the monsters and stuff will come in. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I think, where they're going to end up, um, and things are just going to get way wackier. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I think now it's past the time where people will start like just stop doubting the existence of the Black Barn and just full on ahead. Yeah, just full steam ahead into figuring this thing out. Yeah, so. yeah. For sure, yeah. I, I knew. I know that part's coming, but anything beyond that, I don't know. It's, it'll Hard be t- to tell. It's tough to say. Hard to tell. Maybe, maybe that little cockroach guy is just a figment of their imagination. I don't think so. <laughs> you, you can't have two two people experiencing simultaneously the same thing within their. I mean, they explain that as possible. Yeah, but uh, not to that extent. I don't think. Like, yeah, that's just way too specific. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah. No, that, that's true. <laughs> it's like me and you dreaming the same movie. You know what I mean? 
like they think of any movie and we're just dreaming it and we're just like oh yeah like we've we're experiencing that we experience the same movie at the same time but in our heads that makes no sense have you dreamed about dragon ball super broly after you watch it in theaters no okay so that's what I'm assuming you did so that's, so that's where we differ <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if you did then voila <laughs> so but uh, you did not so. I, did, I did not I absolutely did not <laughs> um, <laughs> okay so yeah you're you're right it, it, it most likely is something that straight up did happen but you know and it, and it, so many wacky things can happen in this series and that's why it's so great and I think that's why we've continued to enjoy it because it's just every time it opens up a different possibility and mm-hmm. every time it takes every time it just takes our theories and just throw it on the ground oh yeah yeah and except for that one theory with, uh, except for the one except theory. for Lake House except for Lake so, House pretty proud we we pretty we, proud we certainly pulled it off at the Lake House <laughs> if, there, if there's anything we've accomplished in the 52 episode in the year that we've been live it's Lake House it's Lake House <laughs> yeah alright so let's go to the next book Blackbird our next series um I think what Blackbird is more like like I think you'll see in the future anyways I think you'll see a lot of the different like a lot of the different politics stuff come into play yeah and that's kind of where I see the series going is you're going to start seeing that the families themselves don't really represent what they say they represent yeah and you're going to see that the word blackbird I feel like the meaning they gave the word blackbird is too simple and I think there's a deeper meaning behind what a blackbird is and I think that's going to be what's the what the turning point of the series is I feel like um uh Nina uh, because of the unorthodox way she received her powers, um, uh, I feel like that's a cause for her to be, again, just crazy powerful in the future, right? Um, she'll she may find others like herself, uh, within the different cabal, but um. I, again like because of the unorthodox way she received it I feel like she's going to be crazy strong um, and then that's going to be sort of the um, what the story is going to revolve around mm-hmm. right um, is her discovering how powerful she is and then other people either wanting a piece of that power or really just trying to get rid of it and that's perhaps where the politics comes in as well right yeah 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 for sure and and that's kind of that's kind of where I'm projecting it I think mm-hmm. you know just a lot powerful yeah it's a good a story but powerful. it's it's also a, a very straightforward story right like yeah. There isn't, yeah 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 um, there isn't much you can not like Gideon Falls there isn't yeah. much you can there wasn't much we theorized yeah. about what was happening I think the, the only thing that really took us by surprise is the idea that she actually was dead the whole time yeah that one was a shock it was that she was dead and brought back yeah right that was a shock mm-hmm. but um, I do think yeah like I do think the idea of what a blackbird is still isn't fully revealed mm-hmm. and I think we'll we'll come to learn why she is the blackbird mm-hmm. and why there's a deeper meaning behind being called the blackbird it's gonna be like in Hunger Games when uh, I haven't seen any of the Hunger Games when, oh 
It's okay. You can talk about it. Just, no, it's you know, okay. I don't want to. I don't feel like talking about it anymore. Oh, hmm. you've ruined the moment. As per usual. <sighs> Anyways, carry on. <laughs> Sorry, what what was it that you were saying about Katniss? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, fair enough. <laughs> when they made her the Mockingjay, basically, right? When uh, they made her like the symbol of 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 hope and um and and a revolution, right? Really? F- what? No, uh, <laughs> like 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 a revol like like a symbol of of a revolution. I feel like that's what. Uh, Nina can possibly be as the Blackbird. Oh, okay, all right. I like, should really watch Hunger Games. Is it good? Uh, I, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. How, how many movies were there? Three or four? I think there's a uh, three or four. Okay. Yeah, hmm. I think there's there's. I think there's four because there's three books, but they split the last book into two movies. Okay. Yeah. Four movies. Should All right. Be able to okay. Smash through that pretty quick. <laughs> you should be able to smash through them pretty quick. Yeah, probably. I mean, I've been shows, so similar enough. No different. No different. Yeah, similar enough. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the next series. Die. Hmm. This one's a toughie. That's a. This tough one's one. a toughie. This one's a toughie because just when you think you know what's going to happen, they they change. Because the environment is also not consistent, mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes it tough to predict. Because yeah. you just don't ultimately don't know where they're going to end up next. Yeah, and that's sort of the purpose as well of yeah of a Dungeons and Dragons game is is everything is unpredictable. It's unpredictable, yeah. right? Yeah. The only person that really knows what's going to happen is is your DM, mm-hmm. right? Um, so in respect to that, I'm actually not going to do any predictions. Because okay. that's not the point of the book, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Right? If we're staying true to the theme of Dungeons and Dragons, then I think to predict the story is also to go against what the DM slash the writer to take away the, has the, prepared. The surprising element. Yeah. To has prepared for us the readers slash the players. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I think in respect to that, I will. I will. Uh, abstain from predicting but no feel free <laughs> I, I think I I agree with you yeah and I'm just gonna predict anyways yeah okay feel free yeah go ahead that's why I say feel free like, <laughs> <doesn't it? laughs> um, mainly because but I, I think my prediction is gonna be a little different than just it's not so much a plot prediction yeah Um, and I understand totally what you mean by the whole plot idea like with plot it's not like it's not something you can just predict because that that takes away the spontaneity of what the DM can do. Yeah. Um, but I do think a trajectory of where this series is going is is them sort of it, it's it's them coming to a sense of realizing that their worth in this world is like the, their enjoyment of this world and their worth in this world is only is only factored by their actual dedication to this world. Yeah. Right? So it, it's what they make it. Exactly. Yeah. So if they make it what they want it to be, they can enjoy it that much more. And I think they're eventually going to come into a realization that especially now I feel like they're they're going to start to try to do things their way instead of the DM's way. Right? Which which with the last issue is exactly it's what exactly they're doing. It's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And I think 
once they realize that and once they do it and once they understand like hey when we do things our way we can enjoy it and have fun and and win yeah because you can influence how the story goes exactly and i think them understanding that is going to be a factor in determining whether or not they actually enjoy their stay Mm -hmm. and die Mm -hmm. and i do think because of that there may be some characters in that group that might betray them and want to stay and die chuck chuck could be one of them yeah chuck chuck is the same person in and out yeah he doesn't care so it doesn't matter to it him doesn't where, matter to where him. he's at exactly and and perhaps even ash yeah right because ash as a character so far you see her being much more natural to herself in that world as opposed to when he was uh, in the real world with his exactly. with his wife right exactly uh, so I mean again it's very confusing as to um, and if you haven't read the issues it's confusing as to why we're switching between he and she <laughs> yeah. so you'll just have to read it um, hopefully Ash does give uh, a better explanation as to why yeah he chooses I mean, to do that so yeah I mean she when we say she is kind of like it's her in game character it's her in game character yeah so she she kind of hinted at it Right, and she talked about how there's so many more permissions you can have mm-hmm. when you're when she's in that world, mm-hmm. and I think knowing that and judging the way she's starting to come into her own in that world, I feel like that's kind of where they end up is they start to understand their value in that world, mm-hmm. and they might want to end up being there mm-hmm. and staying there. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I see the the series going. In terms of plot, I have no idea. Yeah, but no. To to that point, it's I think it's pretty fairly accurate. I, I, I it'll be like another soul situation. Yeah, yeah. Another person trying to stay in. Yeah, yeah. because somebody, I, I someone's got to keep the game going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe they defeat Soul and Ash becomes a new DM. <laughs> that would be crazy. Right. Yeah. Lake House Theory. <laughs> <laughs> so let's put that prediction in our back pockets because I do feel like that's kind of where the series is going mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if we're right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay so the last series that we're gonna sort of talk about a little bit is when we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up on Oliver again very similar to, to Blackbird in the sense that Oliver is is he's a symbol of a revolution Right, uh, more so in this one than Nina is in Blackbird, for sure. Mm-hmm. Right, um, he's. I think he's representative of a freedom for the um, uh, for the in vitro warriors. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're called. I, yeah, I think um, so. And they're and he's going to liberate them from the uh, from the the oppressing masses. Um, again, Oliver is one of those really straightforward stories where you kind of know where it's going, mm-hmm. right? And I've said that before too, right? Um, though I do believe that uh, we're going to see some um, some new levels to his power and what he can obtain, right? Um, but because of his aging process, um, I feel that. 
at some point is going to reveal that he has a very short time to live because of his aging process. Okay. All right. Uh, so he has a very short amount of time to make an impact for the people that he cares about. And then he'll sort and then he'll pass of, and then on. he'll Benjamin Button his ass out. Yeah, <laughs> and sort of be a well, I guess not really a martyr. I don't want to use that word, but no, because he doesn't want to die. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, I feel like it. It's more of a like a uh, like a final stand sort of thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're going with that. That that is true. I, I feel like this. It it is very much in, it is very much a series about symbolism. It, yeah. It's a it's a series about what he symbolizes to those people that were clones and no longer wanted. Yeah. Right? They they were made for a cause and that cause was no longer necessary. Mm-hmm. And they were and they're now kept there sort of just as a as a means to just, just live. Right. 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 And you're gonna be kept off. Right, um, and he is sort of this this thing that stumbled into their lives and is now going to try to rise above because of his personal ideals. Yeah, that want to rise above the others mm-hmm. in that area. Okay, right in in that location. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like it, it is very much about symbolism, and I think yeah. that that's kind of where the series is going. Yeah. Um. It, it's a good twist on Oliver Twist uh, <laughs> uh, hey. um, I think that uh, I, I mean again it's 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 uh, it's difficult to say what's going to happen in between uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to add to that like I do feel that um, like like his time to be the symbol will be short but he's going to do a lot in that time so, or he might just have a very, very strong lasting, yeah, impression, yeah, past his time. Like he's gonna, he's gonna change the government in that place. He's gonna change the people's perspective on the sort of like the the warriors and uh, or these in vitro soldiers and and uh, I think he's ultimately going to be like he's literally the the product of those two worlds, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So. He's definitely going to be the one to bring everyone together, and um, obviously that that piece is sort of what's going to be attained at at the end of uh, Oliver, right? Right, 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 right. And and I think it's uh, it's yeah, it, it's just so so far I, I do like the different twists that they put onto the mythos, um, and, you know, of of what it was and with with regards to Oliver, to Oliver Twist, mm-hmm. so. It's uh yeah. It's a it's a fun series so far. Um can't I I I guess thematically this is kind of where we think the plot like where we think the the series is going to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plot-wise, I I can't. Re- it's hard to predict plot-wise. Yeah, uh, well, I mean I think I don't think we've really predicted the plot of anything so far, right? Like it's well, uh, uh, only a few things. Only a few only things, a few right? Things. Like, like Justice League. Plot's one of those yeah. things where you either really know the archetype of the story, or you you just sort of take a stab at it and hope for the best, right? Like it, <laughs> I mean, most of these books are like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, with the exception of of Justice League and um, 
even I would even say the Bama who laughs, right? Like it's like those, those archetypes. You can sort of guess what's going to happen, yeah. right? Like those, we it makes a proper sort of a there's a format plot to it, yeah. Prediction. Whereas these ones don't follow a, a, a like a stereotypical format, so it's difficult to predict. But at the same time, again, that's that's what makes these books so good, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I just hope that in the future, um. The creative teams find it in themselves to really step outside of of, of those archetypes and and really um, try something different to engage the readers um, in a way that they've never been engaged before when it comes to this particular medium, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I hope to to see more of that because certainly that would be much more entertaining than um, I believe where the comics medium is at right now. Mm-hmm. To be honest, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Well said. Well said. All right. So that about covers all the series. I mean, all the ongoing series that we were going to cover, um, that we've been covering in the last little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like, you know, excluding the ones that we've sort of dropped off. Yeah. Um, but based on these, this list, what is the one series? If you were to take one series, let's just go per publisher. One series from DC. That you look forward to the most. One series from DC that I look forward to the most. You know, as much as... I would have to say Justice League. And the reason why I say Justice League is because I know I can keep reading it. Okay. Right? Like, it's 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 an ongoing, so I know <laughs> I, I, I can keep reading it, right? And Yeah. And I... I do enjoy that that big blockbuster read, and if it's gonna be any one of them, it's it's gonna be Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like across all three publishers, for sure, the big blockbuster read for me would be Justice League. Yeah, that would be the the one I would choose. Okay, fair enough. Uh, for me, it's Batman. Yeah, yeah. I just knew it. yeah, just the poetic nature of that series. I think it it's the one series that gets me thinking. Mm-hmm. It's the one series that once you finish reading it. Is when everything starts to marinate. Yeah, it's when everything starts, where all the, all the little gear starts to turn. Where mm-hmm. it's just like, what is the story trying to tell me? Yeah, and I think Batman is the one series that's doing that for me. Mm-hmm. So that's the one series I'm looking for. It's very clearly doing that for you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Love Batman. Um, for Marvel, uh, Venom. Nice. The the character development, uh, the the interactions between the characters, uh, I believe that uh, that that's masterful writing from Donny Cates. Uh, and I, I look forward to seeing and hoping that our predictions come true, and that they that the symbiote and Eddie do meet up, which they will, and uh, have that masterful dialogue that I enjoy reading. I, I think um, Venom's got to be the one I look forward to the most every month for sure. Out of Marvel, anyway. Yeah, out of the two books that we talked yeah. about for Marvel, yeah, mine is Daredevil. Well, keep in mind we've also dropped quite a few from Marvel, oh, yeah. and Venom oh. is the only one that's ever stayed consistent. So yes, <laughs> actually, yeah, you're right. It's the only one we've covered from the beginning and just kept it on. Uh, we've dropped like Captain America, Captain Marvel, Fantastic Four, you know, all all that stuff. We we dropped a bunch of books, but yeah, Venom is the one consistency yeah. that we thought you know we're just going to keep it on because mm-hmm. it's so good for sure. Very very consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, it's Daredevil. The one that I'm really looking forward to is Daredevil because hey, whatever. <sighs> Listen, Marco Cicchetto's art is is the next level. 
It's so good. Ah, it's good. I love but it. Venom, though, bro. No, Venom. No, Venom. I, I'll agree. Venom's art is also fantastic, and they've got some good artists on there now. Yeah. Um. They've they got you know they've always had Ryan Stegman, which is amazing, and then now they have Joshua Casera. They're, they're just doing fantastic work. But having said that, I think thematically, Daredevil is the one that I'm really looking to read because it's also another series that gets me thinking. It's mm-hmm. another th- series that gets me, you know, just sort of wondering where they're going with the theme wondering where they're yeah. going with it and like they, it, yeah it just gets me it just gets me going gets me thinking so that's mm-hmm. the one series I'm looking forward to alright yeah. from Image uh, Image ooh uh, if I had to say mm, I don't know <laughs> I may just say Indies in general bro like all of it yeah like all of it <laughs> It would have to be Gideon Falls. <laughs> yeah. If all of it, I'm just encompassing it all. That's the one, bro. Yeah. And I'm going to end yeah, it yeah, off yeah. right there because nothing will top Gideon Falls. I, I think I think on this whole list of every single publisher put together, it would still be Gideon it, Falls. For sure. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. If, yeah, if you told me you had to pick one book out of all the lists, it would be Gideon Falls. And you know what's amazing because we've been following it for so long. Yeah, and it's only gotten better as we've read every it. single time. Every, every single, single time, time. It, it just. <sighs> and even at the beginning, where we used to cover just a book a week, yeah, and that was when we started. We started back episode nine on Gideon Falls number one. Yeah, even from then, it was just it just kept its quality up. And oh yeah, and we've never, never even questioned dropping the book. Like it's so never good. ever you have know, we never, ever questioned because it's so so good. Very quality, every single issue. So, yeah, for me too, I think on that whole list, it will be Gideon Falls as well. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those issues that, one of those books that really get you thinking, right? So, it, yeah, it's, it's, and the it's art kept is me fantastic. thinking. For, oh, yeah, the art is just fantastic. It just works so well. Like, so well. That, that team is just yeah. legendary. They, they work very well together. Very, very well. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is, I know this is going to be a little hard to tackle, but uh, let's round off the show with. What what is like your one sort of more um, memorable books that you've talked about on this book? Uh, but sorry, on this show, one memorable book, or like one memorable episode, if you can even put it down to like one. If I had to pick one episode, I think it would have to be the first time we covered blackbird and the reason why i'm saying that is because before blackbird we had only covered two other indie books we were covering gideon falls and then we recovered uh, we had covered cold days right or cold spots sorry cold spots uh those are the two indie books we were covering right yeah and then uh and cold spots was okay I was I had already fallen in love with Gideon Falls at that point, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then when I fell in love with Blackbird, I was like, that's it. Indie books is the way to go. Yeah. Right? I was convinced at that point. <laughs> because I'm just like two out of three can't be a coincidence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah even yeah. even Cold Spots wasn't that bad. It's once just it that picked up. You know, once it picked up, it was just the pacing didn't work well for us, right? Um, but I think at that point I was convinced that Indies was the way to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I have selected that moment. Nice, nice. I didn't think you 
I didn't think you'd come to a moment like that so fast. Oh, I, of course, it's <laughs> it's all in my memory. <laughs> nice. What what about you? Uh, for me, was when we covered uh, the uh, Swamp Thing Winter Special. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was the first time that we real. That was the first episode where we stepped out of Dark Knight's Metal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because at the beginning we decided to to sort of cover that event. Yeah. So we did the main series. We did all the tie-ins, and then we did uh, we rounded it off with two episodes of three and four, and then five and six. After that, where we finally wrapped up the event, um, and it was episode eight where we did the Swamp Thing Winter Special. Yeah. That's when I thought that, you know, that was really when I thought like, hey, you know, we're really expanding out of this little universe that we built or that this little universe that we're covering. Mm -hmm. And we're really going to start expanding into the world of comics. Um, And that's kind of that was the moment. Mm -hmm. And because because all the other issues uh, or the way that we formed um, the release schedule for Dark Knight's Metal there wasn't an episode where we just covered one book. Yeah. And there was the one where we did Batman Who Laughs. Um, and that was really great too. I thought we got some really good discussions out of that one. But I think Swamp Thing was the one where we really took a deep dive into... And that was like the first Tom King book that we covered too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first time where we really deep dove into the themes of a book. And what was really written behind the message behind the words behind the pictures and what was really happening behind the books and I think that was the first time that we like really explored it yeah. so for me that was the memorable moment yeah uh, we've changed a lot in the <laughs> we our show has changed a lot if you've if you've been around for those moments that Jerry was talking about like our show has changed quite a bit since then yeah um but I'm happy about that, right? Like I think that that change is um, is what allowed us to be better as, you know, not just podcasters, but as readers of the medium as well, right? We, yeah, we've changed. I've certainly changed quite a lot from uh, from the beginning to the end of how, and based on how I read books, mm-hmm. right? So I can certainly uh, be thankful for that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I I've absolutely changed too, and like just. Just, just in terms of what we get out of the books, I think, from when we first started, and I think we talked about it on uh, on episode fifty two, uh, episode fifty as well. Yeah. Um, where we used to come in and we would just have like pages of notes mm-hmm. about what we need to talk about and stuff like that, and sometimes we would get lost in what we want to cover and what we eventually cover. Um. And now we just sort of, we read the book, we come in and we just, we know what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's sort of, that type of progress, I think really shows in our conversations as well, mm-hmm. right? Um, the way that our conversation flows too, so. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well. It's been a good run. It's been a good run, my friend. It has been a good run. Um, to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed this journey with us we hope you enjoyed this run with us um through 52 episodes and now (laughs) (laughs) 52.1 52.1 and a prologue oh yeah and the prologue you're right you're right and the prologue episode we have really come a long way from prologue prologue to epilogue eh 
it oh, has. Oh yeah, it's been yeah, like a year and uh, even just like our delivery, our, our way of speaking and stuff like that. It's it, know, it's very different. Very different. Very very different. Yeah. And uh, if you go from the first episode to the last episode, yeah, you'll you'll hear the difference. We we don't have the kind of conversations. We didn't have the kind of conversations at the beginning that we do now. Obviously. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it took some time, but we got there, and then. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, it has to end here. But uh, you know, like I like I keep saying, right? I, we're not saying we're not coming back. It, it's just that this, this was a good time to end off. Yeah. Based on what we've got coming in yeah. terms of what we've got coming on in our lives. Yeah. This and, was a good time to end. It and off. if we do come back, it, it we're we're coming back stronger, better, and it's gonna be a better show. Yeah, uh, for sure. Now, based on what we know now, yeah. right? Uh, and I think for sure, if we do, it's gonna be an evergreen show. Oh yeah, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I, I think uh, this, and we'll have a chance to explore more indie stuff too. So oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I don't know how much you like indie books. So this is the that's the way to go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll definitely be taking some time off for sure. And who knows what the future holds? Um, but you know, there has been a good journey. It has been a good ride. It has taught us a lot, mm-hmm. and I think it has provided us with the tools as well that in the future, if we decide to try again, hey, we'll just be that much better at it. So, for the last time, thank you for tuning into the episode. We do hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed this conversation today. Um, like we do hope you enjoyed all of our conversations. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we, we have 52.1 <laughs> conversations. 52.1 <laughs> conversations. at least enjoyed one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you do or you didn't, you can feel free to let us know. Send us an email at <laughs> contact at Um I'm not sure how long that domain will run for. It'll probably run for a while. But we right. also have another email, comicsdarkroast at gmail.com. And our Twitters are always active. Our Twitters are always active at twitter.com slash jerthebear52 for myself. And twitter.com slash victorjyoung for my co-host Victor. Um, if you still want... You can subscribe to the show, although there will be new, no more new episodes. But you can go back and listen to all the episodes it's, it's, that we had. It's all there. It's all there. It's all in the archive. And uh, if you want to still leave us a review, give us a rating, let us know You know how we're doing. Feel free to do that. Uh, we should be very greatly appreciated so that we can know how we've done <laughs> <laughs> over the last year. Um. We'll uh, still have our Instagram at Instagram.com slash Comics. Probably when I end up um, hitting up cons or whatever. I don't know if I'll be hitting up cons for a little bit, actually. Probably It'll not. Be, be and the, the, your, the next one you might be able to go to would be Fan Expo. And that's even that's even that's like a tricky. Big, that's still a big maybe. That's a Considering big your maybe. kid would be like... Two months. Two or three months, yeah. Three months. Yeah. No. It'll be two or three, three, three months. months. Yeah, because it'll be end of August. You're, yeah. you're having your kid yeah, in yeah. May, right? Yeah. So. so I would still say probably not. It might not be till like next year. Yeah. Like I, was, like I said, that's that's like a big maybe. That's a right? big maybe. But uh, yeah, you probably won't. Not until your kid's probably within his, uh, after his first, his, her first birthday. I don't know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> I don't know the gender. So it's like <laughs> his, her, their birthday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can also find us on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Comics. We'll still um, be in our Facebook group as well, Dark Rose Comics group. Uh, if you want to talk about any of the books, definitely hit us up. Let us know. We'll still be following a lot of the books. So if you want to chat about them, I'll still be there. So talk to us. <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, we'll see you guys around. Yeah. And as always, no, you say that. You normally oh, say yeah. You say that. <laughs> you say that. I don't want to say you say it. All right, fine. I'll say it. And as always, take care. <laughs> Goodbye.